Thanks to Phil Hoffman Travel, it costs no more to travel with the best. This is 5AA Travel Talk. The thing about Phil Hoffman Travel is the fact when you talk to somebody there, one of the consultants, you kind of form a relationship and that person gets to know you, gets to know where you like to go, when you like to go there, what things you're kind of into and all. makes all the difference in the world. You're overseas, you're interstate, and uh, there's some trouble brews or something goes wrong. You actually phone and talk to the person. You've got that personal connection. Gee, it makes a difference. It really does. All the difference in the world. Here's the man to tell us about the borders that are open, where we can fly, when we can't fly. When we go, what we need to take with us, the man himself... Don't want to put you under any pressure, Phil Hoffman. Hello, Philip. <laughs> good, thanks, Tony. No, good to be here. Uh, good to talk to you oh, again. Uh, mate. Yeah, Tony, um, you know, a lot of our clients are gun-shy at the moment uh, because of the borders, but really they've all yeah. opened up now, and we're just waiting. Josh has just told me we're waiting tomorrow. We'll know from uh, the Premier tomorrow whether Victoria is open for us uh, going over to Victoria and coming back without having to do the 14 days quarantine. So probably just a, a check at the airport when you come back. So we'll know that tomorrow. But, you know, Queensland's open, Northern Territory, WA, uh, Tassie and New South Wales. So really, Tony, people can get up and go. they just got to know what forms they got to fill out when they come, go and come back. If you do that, there's not a problem. And uh, we can help people with that, with filling those forms out, etc. So really, uh, you know, Australia's open. So get up and go while you can. Uh, and talking about getting up and going, Tony, uh, Krista Kinnear, who's we call our godmother of cruising, but she's been just up to Port <laughs> Douglas with her family and uh, I caught up with her yesterday down at Victor Harbour. She was really working hard at home. I could see that. But uh, she just has come back, and I just said, let's talk about going to northern Queensland, which she loves Queensland. So, Krista, welcome uh, aboard. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Tony, and hi, everybody listening. Um, Very hard to come back to work today, but um, it's like Krista have a chat today because I'm so excited about where I've been. So... And Krista, you just flew straight up to Port Douglas, you know, we, straight into we Cairns. Did. We did. We uh, went with Jetstar, yep. um, which was really easy because you get on in Adelaide and you get off in um, Cairns. Easy transition. We hired a car and I went up with my daughter, son-in-law and seven-year-old and it was all seamless. Now, lots of people said to us before we went, why are you going in the wet season? And... If you had a look on my Facebook, it was the most beautiful weather, five out of seven days, and it would rain in the evening, except when we went to Mosman Gorge, which, if people haven't been there, is a rainforest walk along the beautiful rivers, and it was raining, but it was so warm, we were laughing ourselves silly, because I bought these little cheap ponchos, and they were disintegrating as we walked, and we thought... We're going to be dry in two seconds anyway when we got back. So it is a beautiful part of paradise. I haven't been there for a while. And like a lot of people, um, before I went, I was a little bit nervous. What if the border's shut? What if they don't? And I thought, you know what, hang it. I could be waiting forever. And I have no regrets. This is the time people should be travelling. Port Douglas was a little bit empty compared to what I've seen at, which I felt sad for the shops and the um, hotels and restaurants, but perfect for us travelling because you weren't caught up in a crowd. So if you're not doing anything next week or the week after, give us a call. We'll book you in and yeah, get up there. And, Christy, you commented to me about also the restaurants. You you found some fabulous restaurants that you you know found walking around in, in Port Douglas that were very reasonable but great food. 
Absolutely. Um, at the markets and the pub across from the market um, is absolutely superb. Lots of live music up there. There was a place, Hemingway's, which is on the pier. We went uh, there across that way for breakfast one day to watch the Quicksilver boats go out to the reef. And we went there in the evening and they have half-priced beer sampling. I might have settled with a nice glass of wine or an Aperol Spritz <laughs> while we had stunning seafood or even more casual burgers, if you like. Very reasonable prices and then just wandered back um, to our hotel. We stayed at Pepper's Beach Club and we paid out a little more so that we could have beach access. So what that means is we walked straight about out of our unit through the safety gate and Peppers has a sandy beach saltwater chlorinated pool. So for 27 degrees, Phil, we had to be in there from morning to night. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Tony, I got Krista to talk today because she used to represent Sun Lover Holidays for years before oh, she joined right. Phil Hoffman Travel. So if anyone knows about having a Queensland holiday, it's this lady, even though I've got across now doing so much on cruising, but she still has a very strong passion for uh, northern Queensland or all of Queensland, really, Gold Coast, Sunshine Coast. And Tony, just while we're talking, and Krista, this is for your information, as well. Uh, Virgin's just announced uh, last weekend direct flights Adelaide to Maruchador for the Sunshine Coast with 125 one-way airfare attached and also now going to Byron Bay you can go into Ballina, Ballina, oh, wow. uh, Ballina sorry Ballina, Ballina uh, out, out of Melbourne. So you go Adelaide, Melbourne Melbourne, Ballina to go to Byron Bay which is, seems to be one of the in places at the moment for all the film, filmmaking going on in Australia so uh, so Krista I just want to say thank you for talking to us I'm, because well, Phil, I might have to be available to go to Maroochydore and do a product <laughs> analysis up there as well I thought you'd use that opportunity, yeah. but yeah, uh, yeah. but if people want to talk uh, Tony to Krista any time, give her a ring. She's at the Victor Harbour office. She's living down now at Victor and running and with uh, Joseph running the Victor Harbour office. So people have got queries about going to Queensland. But again, uh, Don't Krista, be nervous. Uh, Don't be nervous. yeah, no, I, th no, I think that's the big message, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. really is. Really yeah. is. I had a gentleman yesterday, uh, Krista, when I was talking about uh, travelling, and he said, Phil, already, he said, I tried to get some accommodation for August in, in uh, the in northern Queensland and he said and it looks like a lot of stuff is booked out well I said well you know the whole of Australia is trying to get around and get a domestic holiday at the moment so you can't sit and wait you've got to come in and, and book straight away absolutely okay absolutely. Krista I'll let you go back to the office and uh, enjoy Victor Harbour thank you and hello everybody or goodbye everybody and nice to hear your voice Tony bye Good for now you. thank you Krista you're welcome back from the uh, from that lovely Port Douglas, great part of the world. Uh, Phil, a text from Corey. He said, uh, Phil, I've heard you talking about Tasmania, and I've got to be honest, up until the recent times, I've, Tasmania was never, ever on the map somehow or another. He said, we've got some holidays in the middle of the year. Would it be too cold in June, July, beginning of August to go down to Tassie? Because I realise the weather down there is a little, little cooler than it is here in South Australia. Tasmania in the middle of the yeah. year. It is, Tony, but I often think, you know, tr when you're travelling uh, to places, sometimes in the winter it's nice because you don't have the big crowds and if you dress for it, but every time you go into a hotel or restaurant, it's generally, you know, warm and they've got heaters on and everything else. I sometimes, you know, I've done a lot of European travelling in winter because you don't have yeah. the big crowds. So you can get into things very easily, a lot easier yeah, than others. Yeah, and, yeah. and look, when we talk our winters, Tony, you know, we're talking sometimes 14, 12 degrees. When you talk Europe, 
Europe, like you took Texas at the moment, uh, Tony, minus 25. I think <laughs> yes, I'd take Tassie so. any time. But no, I reckon it's a good time to go because, you know, you, you wake up feeling very fresh from, uh, you know, a good night's sleep, get up there and go, and there is so much to see and do. An actual, Tony, I just made arrangements with Cheryl Lee Harris, who's going to be driving a motorhome around Tassie in the next couple of weeks. So we're going to do a couple of hookups of her, of some of her observations of Tassie, and she's got four couples that are flying down uh, to Tassie and picking up their motorhomes, but they are actually taking the motorhome from, from Adelaide through to uh, on the ferry and across and doing about a 12-nighter around Tassie. So we're going to do a couple of link-ups and get Cheryl Lee's uh, comments on doing Tassie by motorhome. Somebody said to me the other day, they said, who are some of the famous Tasmanians? I said, well, uh, Daryl Baldock, one of the greatest footballers of all time. And I said, uh, and uh, Barry Ian was actually born <laughs> yeah. at Queenstown in Tasmania. He denies it. He denies it. <laughs> he went from Queens, Queenstown in Tasmania to Footscray yeah. in Victoria. <laughs> yeah, we're not sure about that <laughs> transfer. As <laughs> soon as you got out of jail, he then came across and joined us here in Adelaide. <laughs> Phil, uh, we've got another guest. We have, we have. Who, uh, Susie Coughlin, who's the regional sales manager of Globus Cosmos Holidays. And really, Tony, their reputation is more about, you know, being the big European operator. They're probably one of the oldest serving companies in the world as far as tours concerned. But like all of us, they've had to pivot and look at domestic holidays. And Susie, welcome to the uh, station. Welcome to our uh, travel segment. And uh, nice to have you online. Thanks, Bill. And um, hi to Tony. Yeah. Susie, tell us all about what you're doing with uh, pivoting with uh, domestic holidays for Globus because, as I said, you have one of the most outstanding reputations for Europe, but you also know how to do tremendous domestic holidays as well. And tell me some of your favourites you've put together. Yeah, no, I'd love to. So I suppose when uh, everything happened with COVID, we just, you know, realised as a company that we really had to do a pivot uh, because, you know, pretty much all our product was international product. So... We decided that we would look into commencing a domestic program, um, but what we wanted to do was we wanted to make sure that it was specific product that could be sold in Australia for Australians travelling here. So that was our main uh, identification of what we needed to do. We had um, had tours into Australia before, but they were for internationals coming into Australia to travel. So we put together a domestic program. Um, we've got 14 different itineraries. We've got 10 that travel within Australia, and then we've also got four that travel in New Zealand. So that's all ready for us to go when when we can actually go across the ditch and um, you know commence that travel bubble. But at the moment, we're really wanting to concentrate on Australia and just the choices that we have here uh, and also particularly for South Australians as to what they can do when they travel here in Australia. And Susie, I think uh, Northern Territory seems to be one of your favourites when I look at some of the itineraries. You've come up with some outstanding itineraries and also WA. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Northern Territory is a really popular tour, um, quite close to my heart because I worked for the Northern Territory Tourist Commission That's for right. a couple of years early <laughs> on. So that was... Um, that's good for me. But uh, one of the ones that I uh, really wanted to point out today, particularly for the market um, in South Australia, is our Indian Pacific yeah. and Western Australia tour. So the Globus family actually put this tour together for, pas for passengers like from all states of Australia, but it originally had a few nights stay in Adelaide before boarding the Indian Pacific. So I spoke to our team at Globus and I said, look, you know, I really think that, that tour, this tour would actually sell exceptionally well for 
people in South Australia if we actually removed the option of doing that two nights in Adelaide and then it might just um, suit them to just be able to pick up the train um, at the station and just start their tour from there rather than doing the accommodation in Adelaide and rather than doing the, the touring around South Australia. So they agreed to that. So, you know, people that say I have no weight, well, you know, look at me go. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I did actually get them to offer that as an option. Fantastic. Uh, for, yeah, yeah, for the South Australian Melbourne uh, market. So the great thing about it is it's still your two-night train journey on the Indo-Pacific in Gold Service, which is the most popular. They still get their free time in Perth. They still get a Fremantle orientation tour, ferry to and from and tour across on Rottnest Island, which is really popular, get to meet a crocker. Um, and then they'll also do things like go to Bustleton, the Margaret River region. Fantastic. They'll have two nights at the Pullman Bunker Bay Resort, which is right in the heart of the Margaret River region. Uh, and then food and wine and, you know, our drinks is very popular to us. So there's tasting and lunch at Xanadu Winery. We've got chocolate tasting, coffee sampling, uh, a dolphin echo cruise. And then, you know, it's because we have taken that couple of nights off at the start, if it, it is now an eight-day tour, they might want to add on some nights in Perth at the end. Absolutely, so, yeah. And we stay at the Four Points uh, Hotel uh, by Sheraton over there. So, And all our domestic product is small group touring as well. So a maximum of 24 passengers yep. on a 48-seater coach. Lovely. Susie, they've got a, a, a tour leader with them, a tour guide conductor with them the whole time? Yes, they certainly do. So, so, so yeah, it. so if people, you know, worrying about sort of all the arrangements, it's all done for them, isn't it? They just got to buy, you know, book the, the trip and, and arrive in Adelaide and away we go on the Indian Pacific and everything is taken care of from that point on. Yeah, and for people that live in sort of country South Australia, if they decided they wanted to do that longer extension and have those couple of nights in Adelaide and do some touring, by all means, they can buy that variation of it as well. So... You know, we have that tour. Our most popular tours aside from, you know, that particular tour is, you know, the Kimberley area. We can never have enough capacity for the Kimberleys. It's very popular um, out of Australia. Uh, Tassie, which you were talking about earlier, um, and also the Northern Territory. So we have, um, we're running the two brands in Australia. We've got uh, Globus for the people who want more of the four to five star product. And then we've also got our Cosmos product, which is more your three to four star. So we do have tours in the Northern Territory that cover uh, the top end of Central Australia with Cosmos and, you know, things like the gems of the Red Centre with Globus as well. Fantastic. Susie, uh, one, some, one thing I said right at the start of the show to Tony that people are a bit gun-shy about booking ahead, etc. I notice you've got often a, a lot of flexibility now in, in booking conditions. And, yeah, yeah, we do, actually. So, you know, thanks for mentioning that, Phil. That's um, great. Yeah, flexibility is really important, I think, during these, you know, travel times. And, and people are a little bit... You know, worried about booking ahead and having their tours cancel. Um, and you know, we're we're um, we're not uh, we haven't completely you know come out of that spot free. Obviously, if we can't travel internationally, we've had to withdraw yeah. some of our touring departures just because we can't travel overseas. So. We have uh, a safety net protection policy, which normally is an additional charge uh, when people want to travel with us. So at the moment, we do have, as, as a promotion, we've got a free safety net protection, which is still valid up to the end of this month. Uh, so not that long left to take advantage of that offer. But what it means is they can lock in the date they want now and just make sure the availability is there. If their plans change later, they're able to cancel up to 30 days before departure and they'll get a full refund of their money paid to us, or they can change their tour booking up to 24 hours before departure and get a letter of credit from Fantastic. us. So 
Yeah, that's, that's valid for 12 months. Uh, as I said, it's free at the moment. It's valid for new bookings only, but it's available on all destinations yeah. and departures for all our brands uh, in 2021 and 2022. And as I said, the free safety net expires on the 28th of Feb, but once the deal expires, um, customers are able to purchase that. And it's quite quite cheap. It's $125 to travel within Australia uh, and a little bit cheaper when they're doing um, travel overseas as well. Good, good protection. Uh, Susie, the last question I want to ask you is uh, a lot of people are asking us about river cruising for 2022, how you're seeing the marketplace at the moment, because we're certainly seeing a lot of bookings coming in on 2022, and especially with your Avalon sister company with uh, river cruising, which I've done. Uh, tell us about what you're seeing with 2022. Uh, we're really excited about 2022, actually. Um, if we look at sales, you know, of where we are now at the start of the year compared to, say, 2019, because we can't really compare it with anything else at the moment, um, you know, our sales are actually up over that same period uh, for, you know, a couple of years ago. So there is a really pent-up demand for this type of travel. Um, our biggest concern is you won't have the capacity to meet the demand. So, you know, you really need to get in quick to secure your seat. So, yeah. uh, you're and the great thing about Avalon too is, you know, very rare that you can find a company that has what we call taster cruises. So they can do a cruise that starts from three nights um, and they can go right up to 21 nights. So our, our onboard suites as well, we continually win awards for the best river cruise design as our beds. Um, face the window. I know, I know. I've travelled on it. It's a beautiful way to do it, just as you as you cruise by looking at the shores the whole time. Susie, yeah. I want to say thank you, but I uh, want you also in a couple of weeks' time tell us more about uh, 22 because we're seeing the momentum build up. So with some of the specials and some of the great destinations you cover with river cruising and Europe, we, I think we can start getting excited about 22 because I think with people taking vac the vaccines, uh, it's certainly going to uh, lift people's spirits about wanting to travel in 22. 22. So thank you for joining us to the, today, Susie. And I, and I think health and safety is a big thing as well. So yep. we do have on-trip on assurance. So we are you know, very heavily invested in making sure that our passengers' health and safety is front of mind uh, for all our brands, regardless of whether it's land touring or whether it's river cruising as well. Nice to hear. Thanks, Susie. Thanks for joining us and all really right, thanks, appreciate Phil, it. Okay. And thanks, Tony. Okay. And uh, hopefully we'll see you soon. Tony, everyone at back in the office said to me today, now make sure you don't talk too much, Phil, and let, let some of these speakers talk. And so I was under caution to be nice today. <laughs> but I thought I'm like that all the time. In your life. Yeah. You're a Port Adelaide supporter. <laughs> you don't take any notice of authority. In a moment or so, Roger at Happy Valley and uh, Merrill have got a question on travel for Phil Hoppen. If yours is a question about travel, here's the man who can answer them for you, Phil Hoppen. Give us a ring right now on 8223 0000. Smack on 10 minutes to two it is. There's so much to discover close to home. Whether you're after a break to reconnect with nature and wildlife or an adventure filled with fascinating cultural sites and bucket list experiences, with Globus, Cosmos and Phil Hoffman Travel, the options are endless. With a seven-day guided tour starting from $2,580 per person. Explore with a local Phil Hoffman Travel, proudly South Australian and here for you. Visit pht.com.au. Scraped your caravan? Walker Crash Repairs, an RAA-approved caravan crash repairer. This is Tony Pilkington.
If yours is a question about motor cars, uh, Trent Nikolic, who's the uh, managing editor of uh, Car Advice, will join us right after 2 o'clock. Anything at all to do with cars and motoring and holidays and petrol and all that sort of caper, the man to answer your questions, Trent Nikolic, right after 2 o'clock. Give us a call then. In the meantime, uh, we've got uh, Roger from Happy Valley with a question for our travel man, Phil Hoppen. Hello, Roger. Hi, yeah, Roger. Go, go, Tony. Get Phil. Um, yeah, look, uh, like a lot of others, we've got a, uh, a, a credit with uh, Globus Cosmos, um, which is valid up until the end of 2022. Yep. I was very interested to hear Susie talk about that one to Perth. Um, how, how much is that one for a start? Have I, you, you I, know that? No, I haven't got that one in, in front of me, uh, Roger. I normally have that one, but uh, I didn't bring that sheet in today. But if you ring our uh, Modbury office, they'll better give you a costing on that and give you a look at the itinerary as well, Roger, and, and et cetera. Okay. So, is, is, is there a catalogue or... Uh, not yeah, no, we've got a brochure. Yeah, got a brochure. They can send that out to you, Roger. If you ring um, Modbury or any one of our offices that uh, are close by and they right. can get it out to you in the post as well. Right. The the other thing, does it include all the other uh, uh, domestic uh, trips with uh, Globus? Yes, Globus? yes, yeah. All, all the domestic ones for Globus and Cosmos. So you've got the range between, you know, the four to five star and three star, Roger. So ring ring the Modbury. They get to put it in the post this afternoon to you and yeah. get it out to you so you can have a good look at all the programs they've got because they're yeah. great and, operators. And, and, you know, and I gather they're valid from now, are they? Yes, they're not, yeah. No, they're not next year or anything like that? No, right through this year, uh, uh, Rog. And, right. and, and no look, and, and look. If, if you know this COVID stays on the whole time, and we can't do international, they keep the board the international airports closed. Then it will continue on to twenty two as well. Yeah, well, I've often thought, you know, they, you know, they, they keep saying, "Oh, you can go anywhere in the world," but you can't go anywhere in the world. You know? <laughs> Not at the moment. Uh, Not at so the moment. Well but Roger, credits, yeah, you know? but Roger, we're working on it. Can I tell you, we're working to get those airports open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, just, Is just he ever? Quickly, yeah. Um, what, what's Canada looking like in 2022? Yeah, a 22 will be okay. It won't be 21. They're, they're really hard, hard closed down at the moment. Even, and they've cancelled all cruising in the inside passage for yeah. 22, which I think is, they've got some small ships going, but not the big ships. And I think it's harsh making that condition so early or calling it so early, but that's, that's what they're doing. And one of the problems they had in, in Canada, they, they opened up uh, a bit early and they were letting people go from Quebec back to um, France and vice versa. And that yeah, spread the COVID very badly. Yeah, I think they should have learned from us and closed their borders. Ex- exactly. All right, good man. Th- thanks, Roger. No pleasure to talk to you. Phil Hoppen, we're talking about travel and here's the man to answer any travel questions you might have. Let's see if you can help uh, uh, Meryl who's given us a ring. Hello, Meryl. Hello, how are you? Hello, Meryl. Um, yeah, hello. Um, I'm going on a cruise from Adelaide to New Zealand return yes. in December this year. Yes. I'm just querying do we have to have the coronavirus vaccine before we get on the boat? The, the, the cruise lines haven't made that decision yet whether they'll make it, uh, you know, enforce it. You'll certainly have to have a, a pre-COVID test uh, before you get on the ship. I know that much. And then all the conditions like your temperatures being taken every day. Meryl, can I just tell you that we just had Coral Expeditions complete a 10-night cruise around the South Australian islands where all the all the uh, uh, people, passengers on board had to have a pre-COVID test, uh, their temperatures checked every day, uh, and they've just come back 
back, and they've been doing this in in uh, out of Queensland with Cairns. They've been doing it in Tassie as well, and we just completed the ten days in South Australia. And I just had such, such great feedback the way it was all sort of very carefully looked after as far as COVID safety is concerned. And uh, I had some really top clients on. They just said it was fantastic. So I don't think they're making it compulsory. But Merrill, I don't know. They they could turn around and say, look, to protect everybody, we are going to make it because some of the airlines could do the same. Uh, I know Crystal Cruises internationally are going to make it compulsory to have a COVID vaccination. Um, I, I think it would be great for safety reasons uh, for everybody. But look, um, I don't know that answer yet, Meryl. And what about going off the boat? Ship, boat. Ship, ship. For you get in the trouble if you call it the captain and call it the boat. <laughs> okay. Uh, for sightseeing, is that going to happen or is that Oh, yeah, no, the sightseeing, but it'll all be controlled by the cruise lines uh, and their operators they use on shore so that they can, a bit like, you know, uh, when you go now and register with uh, your, uh, your 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 phone, you know, that, that to, to they'll be sort of checking you going on and off the buses and that. You won't be able to go off and do your own thing because they've got no check on where you've been. But when you're all in right. a sort of organised to us. So again, they're all working on those conditions now, Meryl, to make it very COVID safe. No worries. Thanks very much. Okay, that's a pleasure, Meryl. Phil, because of the the demand, you've uh, you've added an extra couple of uh, of travel sessions. Tell us. Yeah, about look, that. well, we're launching uh, next week uh, Princess Cruises for their 2022-23 summer cruising launch, and uh, already Tony, our nearly our eleven o'clock is full, four o'clock is filling up at the at the Sky Deck at Glenelg. So we've put a one thirty p.m. extra session there. So at oh. these Princess Cruises, they they go so quickly in terms of people's demand. We We've got the ex-Adelaide at late this year in December. That's full. We've got a Fiji one that's nearly completely full. So, you know, when we start talking 22, people thinking, hang on, what do you mean 22, 23? They will sell out, Tony, because the demand at the moment is is huge. So it's a chance for people to come, meet the Princess people. We'll be talking ourselves with our staff and looking at And a lot of people, Tony, have what we call future cruise credits because they weren't able to travel in 2020 So and, and at the moment not in 21. So the the build-up of having those credits, they'll be taking them in 22. What we're finding now is that people, when they've got these future credits, they're thinking, hang on, I've got all that ready thing. I've got some more money saved yeah. up. I'm going to do a longer yeah. cruise or I'm going to go in a better cabin. So we're seeing that demand there. And at the, at the same at the, at, uh, on those launches, Tony, we'll be talking about the 23, 2023 World Cruise, which sells out in about 14 days, Tony. It's 108 yeah. days around yeah. the world. I'm going to do one of these one days, Tony, when they give me long service leave or get rid of me. <laughs> but I'm not sure about Alison travelling with me over 108 days. I don't think she's going to do it, you know. So I might have to do four four trips her flying in and out. <laughs> Wi-Fi. Phil, Phil, before you go, this is from Stan, and he said, Phil, I've heard you talking about it, and it's on my bucket list of things to do going down to the Antarctic. Uh, he said, is it difficult to do? He said, um, I've got an old mate in uh, in Rotary. Oh, you'd know this bloke, uh, Jeff Tate. Yes. Jeff and, uh, I mean, Jeff's 115 and still loves the idea of cruising. Anyway, so Stan's been talking to, uh, to, to Jeff, obviously, at the Adelaide Rotary Club, and he said, Phil is the man to talk to about the Antarctic. How expensive is it, and when will it be back online? 
Tony, I think it'll be back online in uh, 22, in maybe January, February next year. If we get the oh, international sure flights that. go, if not, it will be yeah. the following season in that time for, uh, you know, next uh, 20, uh, like November, December 22. But we could mm. see it. We could see it uh, early 22 in January, February, March, which is a good time. We've got a charter flight with Qantas on the 787, Tony, going down in November now. We just did the February 14th one to Antarctica. Everybody loved it. Our semaphore manager was in charge of the of our numbers going down there, and she just blew, she'd never been to Antarctica before. Tony, I've done the Antarctica flight twice, and I've done the cruising twice. I would do it again both ways because really? it is just one of those really? trips you never ever forget when you do it, and it's so pristine down there. Michael Keelan took a group down there for us, and again said it's one of the trips of his lifetime that he's done, yeah. and he's done a lot of travelling. So those who do it. All say it's an experience of a lifetime, Tony. Good on you, Phil. Thank you for all of that. If you want to find out more about uh, things we've spoken about today, anything at all to do with travel, these are the people to get in touch with. Simply go to um, Phil Hoppen Travel. The website is pht.com.au. Thanks, Phil. You don't need to travel far to experience the extraordinary with Globus, Cosmos and Phil Hoffman Travel. From visiting unspoiled waters in the top end to enjoying fresh oysters in Tassie, sunset on Rottnest Island or seeing the sunrise at Uluru, the choice is yours with a seven-day guided tour starting from $2,580 per person. Explore with a local Phil Hoffman Travel, proudly South Australian and here for you. Visit pht.com.au.